What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Through the Seams podcast. I'm Kevin Fielder. I'm joined once again by the three people that you guys are now all too familiar with. Uh, Jackson, Tommy, and Jake. Uh, Jake hopefully will not be leaving midway through this episode like he did in the AL one. But uh, anyways, uh, how are we doing today? Now that, I mean, we're recording this on the same day, so... Uh, how are you doing in the last, like, five minutes? I've had a great Good last night. five minutes. I'm I'm glad, Tommy. I'm I'm really glad. Um, Jake, what happened? Did your computer like last episode? Did your computer just like crash out, or what was? So what was last la- last episode, my computer crashed. This one, my Discord crashed. <laughs> Welcome to, to through the seams podcast, where Jake has technical difficulties every episode. Anyways, uh, we're back with our team grades for each MLB team. Last episode we did the American League. This episode we'll do the National League and I will inevitably call it the AL midway through. Uh but we'll start with the NL West. We'll just get get going with this. Uh with the team that Tommy is a, a fan of and so we do have an well, OSF for this. So I'm you not said, a fan should. of the team in the NL West. NL <laughs> West I met ALEs. Um, no, no. No, no it's NL no, it's Okay, so it's the end at least. Um, again, I told you guys I'd do it. I thought it happened like midway through, but it happened in the first two minutes of recording. Anyways, the end at least, and a fan, or and the team that Tommy is a fan of, uh, the New York Mets. We do have an order set for this, but I'm just going to start with Tommy because he's a fan of this team. Tommy, oh, what's your grade for the New York Mets? See, I could talk about the Mets for the next hour and a half, but I won't. Yeah. Um, I'm giving the Mets an A. Um, we've dealt with a lot of injuries, uh, to this point in the season, but you know, um, what a great start. I couldn't have imagined, uh, a better start to the season than what we got, especially without, um, the best pitcher in baseball, Jacob Grom, uh, losing Max Scherzer for seven weeks. Um, McGill's been down for a lot of the year. So, um, it's been awesome seeing this, um, team do so well, uh, although they have dealt with a lot of injuries. Um, Nimmo's been great. He's got to get extended. Marte, great signing. Lindor, you know, I have a love-hate thing with Lindor, but altogether, he's been pretty good this year. Alonzo's been an MVP candidate. McNeil started the All-Star game after a really rough season last year. Um, pitching has been pretty good. Um, Chris Bassett's been um, pretty reliable. Taiwan Walker, borderline All-Star this year. Scherzer has been exactly what you're, you're expecting. Edwin Diaz has been the best closer in baseball. Um, need to pick up a, a few bullpen arms um, at the deadline. Maybe, maybe, the maybe eight. What? Maybe eight new uh, bullpen arms. Yeah, um, probably everybody besides like Diaz and Adovino and uh, Holderman. Everybody. Just um, Whoa, we need Holderman. new. I like Holderman. Um, we need a catcher at the deadline. <laughs> Um, or the call up out. Yeah, would you like to talk about the catching? Yeah, the catching <laughs> really awful. But um, yeah. Besides that, Buck's been great. Um, I'll give the Mets an A. Hey, Jake, if you just want to run the whole Mets part of this podcast, you could just let me know. Um, <laughs> uh, you were asking all the questions I wanted to ask. Uh, but I, I, so, Jake, yeah. go ahead. Just go with your grade. Yeah, I'm going to give them an A, but uh, there are some queer holes with this roster. I mean, they need a catcher. They need uh, DH not named J.D. Davis and Dom Smith. And they, they need bullpen health. And I think um, Steve 
Um, the code dog will uh, definitely be aggressive in getting those. Yeah, the code. The code oh, dog. Mets fan, dude. I swear he's a Mets fan. Yes. Um. So I think once he gets those, I mean, I think they can definitely make a run. So I'll go with an A. The code dog. With the code dog. I'll go with an A for the for the lovable Mets too. Tommy braces some of a lot of it. It's, it's, the lineup's just like full of just good ball players. Like they, they might not put up insane, insane like like the stats, but like they'll come with clutch hitting, timely hitting. Like Buck's a great manager. The bullpen's been better than the guys you said. Starters have been as reliable as you hope they can be, especially with Degrom out. They're always gonna have injuries every year. They they have injuries every year, and they, this year they're actually winning with these injuries. So yeah, they're just they just find ways to win. That's Shows they're a good team, so yeah, A for sure. Yeah, I agree. I mean, an A, they've been really good and they didn't do that like typical midseason collapse that the Mets normally do. Sorry, Tommy. Uh, but even without DeGrom, Max Scherz, you're missing a lot of the season or like a good majority of the season, a good chunk of the season, rather. Uh, they need to add a power bat. Maybe it's Francisco Alvarez, but they need power uh, and they need probably like an entire bullpen, like Jake said. But um, next up is the team just behind them and a team that has found some success with the youth. Uh, the Atlanta Braves, two and a half games back, defending World Series champions, 56 and 38. Tommy, your, your grade for the, the, the runners-up or potentially winners, depending on how the second half of the season goes. I'm going to go with an A also. Um... They've also dealt with injuries, but um, uh, after that World Series hangover to start the season, uh, at one point they won either 12 or 14 games in a row. I don't remember the exact number, but um, they got hot. They're on the Mets' tail. Um, Swanson is finally broke. Austin Riley's an MVP candidate. Michael Harris, um, my rookie of the year pick so far, he's been great. Olsen's been good. Contreras has been good. Acuna, um, Acuna's gonna get hot, um, but, um, yeah. you know, he hasn't been ideally what you want yet, but nothing to worry about. Uh, they picked up Robbie Cano to spite me, but I'm not it's gonna base that again. Uh, obviously, starting pitching has been pretty damn good. Max Fried, Cal Wright, Spencer Strider, um, bullpen has been, um, pretty good. You know, all around good team. Not much you could say. Um, they won the World Series last year for a reason, and they're gonna make the playoffs again. Yeah, uh, I, um, I'm gonna go with an A as well. Um, again, Matt Olson, who they traded for, hasn't completely played like Matt Olson. And he is having a great year, but not what? playing like Matt. What do you mean? He had a much better year last year. <laughs> okay, but like, yeah, never mind. You're good. I feel, I feel, I just feel like I'm just talking as much in my fucking more technical difficulties. Hold on. You can, I, I want to pull, I want to pull Mantle since that's in my shirt. Already. Yeah, everyone's playing well right now, but Adam Duvall and Ozuna um, in the lineup. Everyone else's OPS plus is over 100. Um, Albies isn't, but like he's been hurt, so I'm not going to count that. Rotation isn't good other than Charlie Martin, who just is a fucking dinosaur, and Ian Anderson. The bullpen's been good. Like, McKee's been good. Minter's been good. Jansen's been good. Jesse Chavez has been good. 
another dinosaur. And and the rookies, Michael Harris and Schrader, have been all really good. So I'm going to go with Nay, and I think definitely they can potentially be in first place um, as the season goes along. Is it Jesse yeah, Chapman's uh, like 56 years old? Sorry, Jackson, I just had to ask. Is he like yes, he is. He is yeah. Okay. yeah, I'm not going to say much about them because everyone kind of said it. Uh, Darno, one of the most catches in the game. Dan's been having a great year finally, coincidentally in a contract year. It seems like that always happens with guys. But uh, yeah, pitching good. They're going to make upgrades. They're fine for now. They're, hopefully, they'll get Ozzy back soon, which will help them. Ronnie is definitely slumping and he will get hot. But I'm, I'm a little worried about Ronnie right now. I'm going to be honest. I don't know. I just, the injury maybe might have messed up, obviously messed him up, but he'll get hot. I guess he'll be fine. I don't know. I'm a little, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm a little worried. Oh, I'm not. I, I mean, I think he'll be <laughs> perfectly fine. Well, what are you worried, worried about? Because he, uh, he's, yeah, okay. I get he doesn't hit like 300, and he's, he's, he's more. Where he wants to be, he'll be like hitting like 280, 280 plus. But I don't know. I've watched him at a race game this year, especially since he's been back, and some of his at bats are just bad. So, okay. but I mean, I, I guess. Okay. I, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah I mean, I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree. Pretty uncompetitive oh, at bats. But. but You know who he is, and I think you know what he can do. So, um, I don't. I don't. Target. I don't. I, I. I'd be a little worried. No, I agree. I think it's fine to be I a little worried, just, but the bats have been like some of the worst in this crew. Like, I don't know. It's just he's. Yeah, he'll be fine. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to give them an A minus. Just they've been successful. The rookies, Harris and Strider, have been really good. I'm a huge Austin Riley fan. I don't think we need to go through all these guys again. Uh, and now it's Tommy having technical difficulties. He's back. Uh, anyways, next up on this list is the Philadelphia Phillies, who have had the not really necessarily tale of two halves, but like tale of two managers. Uh, Tommy, are you back? Yeah, I'm here. All right, Tommy, we'll start with you. Great okay, on the um, Yeah, you, 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 uh, so, uh, apparently my mic is pretty fucked up, so I'm going to let somebody else know while <laughs> I try to Wait, was he a robot for you like the last time too? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was. Okay, I was like, I was like, do you want to say something? But I don't know. I, I was gonna ask Nick, is it just me or is it everyone else as well? But it turns out it was not just me. Uh, now that he goes to try and fix his mic, like, Jake, Jake, you can go first. Um, I mean. The Joe Girardi Phillies were an F, but the Rob Thompson Phillies, I'd say, are a B. Um, they're playing a lot better. 27-14 since he was hired. Hit a lot of off-season moves. Got um, Nick Castellanos, who hasn't been great. He's actually been pretty bad. Uh, but Schwarber's pretty been bad. good. Um, Hoskins has been great. Romito's been a little bit above average. Harper, when Henry gets back, he's having an insane year. 
Um, I'd say he was on MVP caliber when he was playing. Um, OPS yeah. up to 985. Uh, the rotation is good. Um, Noah Wheeler have been good. Um, they need more from Suarez and Gibson. Those are just average pitchers. Anthony Dominguez is having an excellent season. Same with Brad Hand. Um, usually their bullpen is pretty bad, but it's been okay-ish. Somehow Nick Nelson hasn't gotten DFA'd. Um, so yeah, I, I would go B um, for the Rob Thompson fills. Is Tommy back? Tommy, do you want to try again? Tommy's back. How do I sound? You sound good for now. Right right now. You know if it doesn't sound good. All right, I'll, go I'll take good for now. Um, Tommy's favorite team. Yeah, I love the Phillies, right? Uh, I'm going C+. Um, just like Jake said, Girardi was an F, but since then they've been pretty damn good. Um, yeah, Bryce Harper. I mean, he, he was having a great year, so hopefully he comes back soon. Real Muto has turned it around a little bit after a slow start. Um, Schwarber um, hitting 29 home runs to this point of the year. Completely embarrassed himself in the home run derby, but he's having a great season. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you get great pitching out of Nola and Wheeler. The rest of the um, starting rotation has not been great, but um, they've been serviceable. Um. Yeah, like Jake said, for some reason, Brad Hand's good again. I don't know how that happened. Um. Yeah. Um. We're gonna go with the C plus. Um. They're fighting for a wild card spot. I don't see them competing for a division title this year. I think that's a two team race. But um, I think they will uh, pull in with a wild card spot. It'd be three, but yeah, I think they'll pull out. Yeah, I go. I go B as well for sure. So just like. For the whole season, both managers combined, way better team with with a new manager. So yeah, it's they're like like Bryson Stiles is awful. Alec Baum is <laughs> getting better. A lot of this, every prospect that comes up, it just sucks, and it sucks for them. Mark Apple. Eight. Yep. Stop. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they just they need to get a starting pitcher deadline. And maybe a bullpen arm, and I think they could be a threat. Like, I don't think they'll make the playoffs, and I think they could be a threat. So, yeah, and hopefully Hoppe can come back soon. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm laughing so hard right now. Uh, we just saw the video. This is totally off topic. We just saw the video of Garrett Wilson at Top Golf, and it's just making me crack up laughing. What's just, what are yeah, they doing? Uh, Tommy, I'll send it to you. But, um... <laughs> anyways, I, I'll give him a C. Uh, just because when you take sort of like the averages of the two, the like B plus with Thompson, but you have the or Thompson rather, and you have the like D D minus with Joe Girardi, it kind of averages out to a C. We'll see how they are in the second half of the season because I know they play a lot of games against the Mets and the Braves, who are going to be good measuring sticks for the team overall. But uh, I think just overall they are like in a sort of good spot since Thompson took over uh they'll be in the race for the wild card I just I feel like we need to see them more against the Braves and the Mets since hiring Thompson to sort of know where they fully are and so I feel like this grade for me personally would probably change after like a month but uh Tommy I, I sent you the Garrett Wilson video on Twitter anyways up next is the team I am the team that has never excited me I live in South Florida, and this team has never excited me, except for, like, 2012, where they signed Jose Reyes, Mark Burley, and Keith Bell. But 
Um, the 43 and 48 Miami Marlins. Uh, Tommy, we'll start with you. Um, I just watched the Garrett Wilson video, and damn, that was funny. But uh, moving into the Marlins, um, fourth and Annalise, I was very high on the Marlins coming into the year solely on their pitching staff. I thought their lineup was not going to be as terrible. Um, I had Sandy as Cy Young coming into the year, and that's looking pretty good. Lopez has been good. Um, Anthony Bass out of the pen has been pretty good. Um, I think uh, Tanner Scott's clo- Tanner Scott is closing games for them, and um, he's got 12 saves. Uh, so um, the pitching has been great, but um, on the lineup side, man, not good at all, really. Um, Jess Chisholm has been what would you would expect, but like outside of him, Cooper made the All-Star game. He's been good. Um, Solaire's been disappointing to say the least. Um, uh, not not really much to say. Uh, they have Billy Hamilton in their lineup some games, which is uh, not good. Uh, Stallings has been very disappointing. Garcia, who I thought was a great pickup um, yep. this offseason, what happened there? He cannot lift the ball off the ground. Um, so, yeah, very disappointing for the Marlins. I had high expectations for them. Um, I don't know what they do coming up on this deadline. So um, I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say on that. Yeah. Um, I know we talked about the lineup the other day. Other, other Fuck. <laughs> Every player other than Brain and um, um, Jazz have been just terrible at the plate. Um, Jacob Stallings has just been terrible. Garcia has been an awful signing. Solaire is like, as average as it gets, Aguilar is pretty average. Jesus Sanchez can't play center field to save his life, and he's not hitting well. The rotation, man, like Sandy's great. Lop, Lopez, oh, Jesus Christmas. Lopez has been good. Um, Alessia Hernandez has not been great. That that's terrible. Um, yeah, I mean they, they, um, I expect again. I thought they would, like Thomas said. I also thought they were going to make a push this year and be second in the division. Because of the off season they had, and obviously that isn't true, um, but they have a good farm, so we'll see what happens in a few years. But for right now, uh, I'm going to give them a D. I mean, just not not great for them. Yeah, I'll go D as well. I actually think if I was to say is like nearly as good as he was with the Brewers. This team is a lot better, and Stallings even like at least playing average. Uh, obviously, Sandy Goat. Pablo, very good. Trevor Rogers, clearly that last year was an outlier, I'm assuming, because before that he wasn't even that great either. Sixto, I really hope he comes back soon. It's really exciting. Anthony Bass, after having a really bad year last year, has been amazing. Other than him in the bullpen and Tennis Scott being like decent and, and Stephen Okar, they have nothing else. So honestly, if you look at it, they have like four good pitchers right now, and that's it. And then the line is just underperforming. So. They're kind of about where you think they'd be record-wise for how their team's gone. And also, their manager is not good. So, yeah. Another, another, another one who should definitely be fired. I'll be brutally honest. I wanted to give them an F. And I, I sat there for a minute. I was like, I'm going to give them an F. But I'm going to give them a D. Uh, because Sandy's been good. Pablo's been good. Jazz has been good. Brian Anderson has been good. Garrett Cooper has been a, a surprise Really outside of that, though, it's been, like, awful. I, I mean, there's just been, like, overall, there's too many Ds and Fs on this roster right now. Uh, and when you 
sort of like everyone sort of knew what their problems were going into the offseason. They needed a center fielder and they needed bullpen up. Those were like the two biggest things that they sort of needed to build a playoff team. And they tried to solve this center field problem by signing no center fielders and signing a right like a corner outfielders in Avisel Garcia and Jorge Soler and then like thinking Jesus Sanchez can do it. Turns out Avisel Garcia couldn't hit a beach ball. Uh, Jorge Soler is not as good as he was with the Braves, and Jesus, uh, Jesus Sanchez cannot field in center field. So uh, you just sort of have like the three worst combinations of the players uh, there, and the bullpen hasn't been great. Don Mattingly has not been good as a manager. Just sort of everything has not gone right for them. Uh, and it's not unnecess- unnecessarily a surprise when you consider what they did uh, during the offseason, and they, they were reported for all these center fielders, Brian Reynolds and Loriano and all these other guys, and they ended up with two corner outfielders, so surprise. Um, I don't think we need to spend more time on the Marlins. I don't want to spend more time on the Marlins. Uh, unfortunately, we have to spend more time on this team because news uh, has, has come out. First, I'll just ask for the grades. 31 and 63, worst run differential in baseball, the Washington Nationals, Tommy. Really bad. I gave them a <laughs> D, but um, we knew they were going to be bad. Uh, Josh Bell has exceeded expectations. He's going to get them some good prospects at the deadline. They have to trade him. Uh, next up, Juan Soto. Um, obviously, that's huge news that he, he might be on the way out. Uh, we'll get into that later. Um, I, I don't know what this team does. Um, Nelson Cruz has been not what you were expecting. I don't know if you could even deal him at the deadline. His slugging has been really down. Um, yep. Pitching has been pretty disappointing. They've rushed a bunch of guys up that they shouldn't have. Uh, Patrick Corbin's terrible. Strasburg. Victor Robust. Yeah, uh, is Strasburg out for the year? Again, do Probably. we know or is he just well, Strasburg's awful? I'm six day IL. Yeah, Strasburg. I mean, he he can't even get on the field. Um, not really much to say with this team. They're really bad. Um, they got to deal everybody they can at the deadline. They'll lose much more than a hundred games. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a D as well. Um. Just not a great lineup outside of Bell um, and Soto. And the rotation is god-awful. The best pitcher right now is Josiah Gray, 7-6 with a 4.4 to ERA um, with a 5.21 FIP. Just not great. Bullpen, not good. Lineup, um, again, other than those two players, not good. So, yeah. Um, I do think they can get something for Nelson Cruz at the deadline even though he has not been great this year. Um, and we'll obviously get into the inevitable when that comes, and Josh Bell having a great year leading the team in war with the 3.5. So. But yeah, uh, I'd go D. Uh, I'm going to go C because I think they're right where they want to be as far as record goes, for sure. Uh, Soto, obviously. Actually, like, Having an insane year, but like not a one soda year, and he's like his numbers are still incredible. Part of that's because he has no line of protection at all, so you know he's just seeing straight balls the whole time. Pause. Uh, Josh Bell, really good. <laughs> Josiah Gray, 
has been really disappointing. I actually loved him in the minors. Has not been it. Nelson Cruz is old. Power finally has been gone. Victor Robles, one of the biggest busts in the recent prospect history that I can remember. Yeah, just trade anyone, everyone and anyone. See, they want to be bad. They're going to be bad. We'll get to the obvious situation later. But, yeah, see. I'm at a D plus. Uh, I don't really need to say much else uh, outside of like Josh Bell and Juan Soto. Their most positive thing has been the fact that their city connectors these are cool. Uh, other than <laughs> that, though, it's been like a complete disaster. Their owners are looking to sell the team. They had Juan Soto fly coach. Uh, if Scott Boris's comments are true to the All Star game, blah 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 blah. It's a mess. Uh, Let's talk about Juan Soto, because that's the big news there, is that Juan Soto is on the trade block, but he doesn't necessarily want to be in the trade block. I, I don't... This The whole saga has been a little weird uh, from the from the beginning. Um, I don't want to spend too much time talking about the teams that could potentially get him because of the overall situation of, like, with the trade deadline so close, I feel like there will be more news coming out sooner rather than later about, like, potential destinations. So I'll, I'll pose it this way. Should the Nationals trade Juan Soto, and do you think he gets traded at the deadline or during the offseason? Jackson, we'll start with you. Uh, If you asked me this a week ago, I would have said maybe, like, not even until next year, but as we're seeing reports coming out, I think he's definitely going to get traded this year. And I don't know if it's the right move. Also, the fact that they're like trying to lobby Patrick Corbin's awful contract in this deal makes no sense because even though like you're still going to get an insane haul, you're still bringing like, the possible value down. Uh, this, this whole contract talk and thing, it's, it's, I, I think Juan wants to stay with the team, to be honest. I know they're really bad, but they could be good, obviously, in five years. I know that's a long time, but he'd still be 28 by then. I think he wants to say, I think this is a huge ploy by Scott Boris because he always does this. And it is fair. Like, you want your client to make the most money possible. And the contract they offer was $29 million per a year, which is easily not enough. I get it's 15 years, $440 million. He's worth $500 million easily. I think, yeah, he gets traded pretty soon. Jake. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to get traded the deadline, and I think it's again. I think it's stupid that they are attaching Corbin to this deal. They should just eat the money um, because it's just lessening your package. Even though again, it's going to be an insane haul, but it's just lessening your package. No idea where Juan Soto could go um, because you know what? Like who knows what GM is going to be able to give up these prospects and plus more than that. So there are a lot of teams interested, obviously. But where is he going? No idea. But I do think it gets done at the deadline. Tommy. Same thing the two other guys said about lessening the uh, return. You're not going to be competing for the next five years, so why package Corbin? You might as well pay him. Get all the best prospects you can in the Soto trade if it goes through. Okay. Um, I don't think it happens. Oh, sorry. Um, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I think soon. Um, yeah, it's probably just a ploy just to get the most money they can out of the Nationals. I think it probably hits 500 mil, but um, I don't think Juan Soto's a player that you should ever trade, especially at 23 years old. Ever. 
I think yeah. his comments during the All Star Game were telling uh, when they were doing like the media row stuff and like, uh, you know, they were all doing their press conferences and someone asked him what he thought and he said that he would have liked it. He was like sort of. I think the, the quote was something along the lines of like he was shocked about the news, uh, and that he doesn't want to leave. So personally, I don't think he does move at least at the trade deadline. I think if he does get moved, it's at the during the offseason or like deadline next year uh, after the Nationals try and work out a deal with him. But look, that team's got a lot of problems, uh, you know, with their ownership. And uh, in that area, that, that ownership has lost a lot of support for obvious reasons. I get why they're trying to include the Patrick Corbin deal, because if you can try and get off of it without yeah. too much of a hit, you try it. If he gets moved to the deadline, I feel like it would end up not being like he wouldn't end up being involved in the deal, but I get why they're trying to to do that. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how teams are willing to kind of operate this, knowing that uh, you know if you trade for him now, he has two years of arbitration left. If you trade from the off season, he has one additional year of arbitration, and you know it's not even a guarantee that he would sign a long term contract with whatever team trades for him. Uh, so. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, we'll see. This is a very interesting situation. It feels like it's not... It feels like it's more like an NBA situation than like an MLB, like a typical MLB Point. news situation. Yeah, but we'll see. I, I feel like this may be a ploy by Scott Boris's, you know, like, is, uh, operation to try and get more money out of the Nationals. And I feel like the Nationals will eventually acquiesce and end up giving him what he deserves. Yeah, it's 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 a Boris ploy. It is. I think, like, and also, like, like I mean, Juan said, like, the whole new ownership thing, and like, what, and just the ownership in general, and what's gonna happen with that is like a huge, like, you know, what's the word, like, uh, what's the word? Storyline. One of y'all help me. Yeah, storyline, storyline, perfect. Storyline, like, in this whole I'm fiasco, smart. because like, they 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 gotta raise the price. So you can't be giving him twenty nine mil per year. He's probably gonna break Scherzer's record of forty mil. Gonna go over five hundred. Like he, he will want to stay. But I almost at the same time think that he, once they end up paying up, I don't know if he still goes because Boris is gonna like want him to test the open market. I really think he might gonna want him to do that, and he might listen. I hope he stays though. It, I think it'd be cool, even though like they suck and it, he'd have to like, suffer for like five years probably. But <laughs> I just think it'd be good for baseball. To be honest, he's just too good, too young. Yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting storyline to watch. And the one thing I will say about Scott Boris is he is very good at getting the players the money that they deserve, or in some cases don't really deserve. He's a really good negotiator. But overall, from what I've kind of learned from Scott Boris and his previous negotiations, is like the players' feelings really do matter to him. And so I feel like if Juan Soto tells Boris uh that like oh i want to play for net washington and washington offers a fair deal i think that this will get done rather quickly uh but it's it's a matter of if it gets done and what the the salary and the years look like i think that overall it'll be over scherzer's money but less years so that he hits for agency at like 28 29 gets another big payday which would which is what i would do i'm not a baseball player but that's what i would do uh let's go move over to the nl central uh, real quick, fifty forty three. The Milwaukee Brewers. Jackson, we'll start with you. Brewers. I will give a B minus. Honestly, uh, they're first because the pitching is still incredible. 
the lineup as in years past is still really bad, like very bad. Brewers fans, in fact, want them to sell at the deadline, which is crazy. But that's how bad the lineup is. They want to get rid of some of these guys. Obviously, yeah, the pitching, like I said, insane. It's always going to be. I like the Brewers. I just like I like some of the players. I like a lot of players on the team. But that lineup needs to get better. They should have upgraded it like two years ago when they had an even better chance. They should up, definitely should upgrade it now. They better upgrade it at least. They need to be buying. I'll give them a B minus because it they're fifteen forty three first, but should be better than this. Yeah, I'm gonna go see. Um, I mean, this lineup is yeah. atrocious. They don't have a a player with an OPS above seven like seven eighty. The highest OPS player right now is um, Hunter Renfro with a seven seventy one. Like you're gonna need more than that. So I, I I think they should like in the off season if depending on how the playoffs go, even if if they even make it there, they should talk about selling because this lineup is historically bad. The pitching will always be good. Corbin Burns, Eric Lauer is having a really good year despite having really bad advanced stats. Brendan Woodruff is having it down near, but still. Talents there. Hater is struggling, but like they should, they, they won't trade Hater eventually. Yeah. Williams has been great. Boxberg has been great. Um, decent bullpen, but yeah, I mean, the lineup is just atrocious. Tommy? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to meet them. In, 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 oh, no. <laughs> Tommy, your mic's crapping out again. Oh, he's good. Oh, one quick thing about the Brewers while he's like figuring this thing out. Uh, I feel like they should have spent last offseason, but I think they're not going to spend big because like they saw what happened with Yelich and they're afraid that's going to happen again. They saw another guy that he was contract. But quick quick thing like if Judge hits free agency, I think the Brewers should be all over him. Like someone like that. They have to be. Yeah, they should be. Uh, Tommy, do you want to try this again? Do I have good news? No. Good? It's decent. decent. <laughs> well, try try speaking. We'll see how it goes. We'll let you know. Okay. Um, this is not working. Christian Yelich is never going to luck. No. <laughs> All right. See, when he leaves, it sounds good. Like his last words sound clear. Yeah, all right. So I'll say my part. Um, I think this team is sort of where we expected and sort of playing to the way that we expected. Their pitching is incredibly good. Their bats leave something to be desired. Uh, I think that they should be buyers at the deadline. Um, I'm just going to say this real quick. I have them at a, at a B, but... I think that they should be buyers at the deadline. Uh, particularly, I think they should try and find a center field bat, uh, someone who can hit and you know provide solid defense. Uh, like a name I look at is like a maybe like an Andrew Benatendi. I don't know if they think he can play center, but they think he can play center field. He's certainly an option, and he offers you some like really high upside offensively. So it's it's an intriguing option. There are some other outfielders that could be intriguing options, but they should be going aggressively. To an extent, at the deadline, to try and find bats to help out this pitching because you don't need to add pitchers. Your pitching staff is incredible. You just need to find bats who can elevate this the floor of this team. 
uh, and and the ceiling as well because like right now I don't see like a very clear ceiling for the team. Uh, you know, where I see for like other teams, like obviously like the Yankees and stuff are World Series contenders. The Brewers ceiling is like ALCS or NLCS rather, of course, but like that's probably their ceiling right now. Is like an NLCS team. Yeah, with with this lineup for sure. And there's no prospect like huge bat in the wings. Like no, no, there's prospects. No, I know, but, but like it's not it's not seen, like them. Joey yeah. Weimer's in twenty three, Freewick's in twenty four, and Chorio's twenty five. Like it's not like Yeah, like, not, like it's not like they can call someone up and try and give them a spark. Like they're stuck they're with just this. Sort of, it sort of feels like they're trying to like build this team through the farm system and building this team from the ground up with your bare hands and it, like but it's not how this is gonna work. You're gonna have to add bats gonna have to get bats who can elevate this team and i think the deadline is the perfect time to try and get a couple guys who can help elevate the team in the short term while potentially adding some some long-term guys tommy if you are back we can try and just quickly say your grade great buddy <laughs> before it completely D plus. it worked okay all right uh we'll go next to the team second in that division the st louis cardinals uh don't want to say too much potential trade spot for Juan Soto, depending on how this whole saga works out. But currently 50-44, and 44, half a game back of the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Jackson, we'll start with you. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. Like, I, B, because, like, this is kind of like where everyone thought they'd be at, for sure. Goldie having an incredible year like we talked about last episode. Nolan clearly not a course merchant, like I said, forever. Shocker, I'm right again. Uh, Tommy Edmond, great, just at what he does. Pitching, it's been kind of how it always is, where it's like good, but like not really, really good. So I don't know, like they're just they're the same team every year. They're just a great organization. Uh, like you said, potentially it's what for one. That stuff can change. Nolan Gorman, I think, can be big for them in the second half. Yeah, B. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Um... Brendan Donman's another name that's been really good for them. Um, him and Gorman's been great. Um, Kettle of Wars, Newt Bar as well. But yeah, Arenado and Goldie and Edmund have been running the show over there. Hopefully O'Neill can turn it around because he's been a little shaky this year. He's been really shaky this year. Um, and the pitching, other than Steven Matz, has been pretty decent. Like Steven Matz has been atrocious. 3-3 three three with a 6.3 ERA. Yeah. Yeah, not great. And and Ryan Housley's been absolutely terrific this year. Um, and the rest of the bullpen's been decent enough. So, yeah, I think they're going to win the division um, since they have a lineup. Yeah. Um, I, I went with C+. Plus. <laughs> um, well, you're good, you're good, you're good. You're good. Um, he's good, he's good. Let him go, let him go, 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 go. Okay, I went with a yeah. C+. Plus. Um... <laughs> Their lineup has been uh, pretty good. Their pitching has also been pretty good. That's all I have to say. He's Thank you, Robots. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, I just want to say this real quick. Uh, one of my favorite baseball stats is Pythagorean win loss, uh, because what? it's like it's uh, it's basically just projected record based on stats. Oh. Like what their record should be, and it's a good way to sort of determine if a team is getting lucky or unlucky over the course of a season. And I want to they see have math. been. 
facts, please. The a Mets, the Mets Pythagorean win loss is fifty five and thirty eight, so they've outplayed their uh, win loss by three. Yeah, check. What does that mean? Like, are, are they lucky, or are they like what does that? Mean? Lucky. Yeah. If if you're plus three. Oh my god, shocker! Uh, but so I say this because the St. Louis Cardinals Pythagorean win loss is at fifty four and forty, which means that they are underplaying really? their win loss record by four right now, four games, and that negative four is the tie combined for the uh, quote unquote unluckiest team in baseball. Uh, mm. They're tied with like the Angels and a couple other teams below them. Uh, but in terms of like teams in the top half of baseball, they are the lowest Pythagorean win loss record. Uh, I'm going to give them a C just because like I feel like they've done a solid job of adjusting at points when they've needed to, like moving Tommy Edmund to shortstop and Brendan Donovan and Finally. guys like that playing. Yeah. But I feel like there is again. I talked about this a little bit with the the Brewers. There's a ceiling with this team right now, and I feel like they could elevate that ceiling again by being buyers at the deadline and trying to add a couple extra players uh next up i'm interested in this one uh the pittsburgh pirates 39 54 third division 11 games back uh jackson we'll start with you uh i'll go b i'm not going b plus only because o'neill Cruz should have started opening day but I'll go B because clearly they want to be bad. They're just going to keep getting better, hope, hopefully developing young talent. Jack Swinski has become a thing, so that's always good. Brian Hayes, damn, he's actually cooled off. Okay, well, he hasn't been, he's been average. Brian Reynolds heating up finally. Uh, Daniel Vogelbach, stud. Um, pitching, awful. Actually, not going to talk about it besides David Bendar. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about that. Uh, yeah, O'Neill Cruz is this team. Love him. Goat. Yeah, I'm going to go with B-. Uh, fun lineup. Um, um, Michael Chavez is there. He's been okay. Brian Hayes, Ben Gamble, Yankee legend, Brian Reynolds, who hopefully the Yankees will get, but they won't. Uh, Dan Vogelbach could be traded to deadline on the pitching. Um, other than, um, I mean, Katana's been good. He'll be at the Another deadline piece. Contreras is an interesting pitcher. And then JT Brubaker, their ace in quotation, has been, you know, what you expect. But the bullpen's pretty good. Chase DeYoung, David Bednar, and Will Crow have been good. So, yeah, I think, but again, in a few years, this team's going to be really fun to watch um, when Henry Davis comes up, too. So, yeah. Um, How am I sounding? Good? <laughs> no, not good. It's no, no, really no, not good. that funny. He sounds fine. Yeah, don't take don't take Jake's laughter for you being bad. He laughs at anything. When does the funny. laugh stop? Um, <laughs> uh, I gave the Pirates a B. Um, I really like what they've done this year. Um, Brian Hayes has been good. Uh, I, I'm hoping they don't sell at the deadline. I like this little core that they have. But uh, Vogelbach probably goes. Probably future Matt. Um, pitching. Why are you laughing? He is. Um, pitching, you know, pretty mediocre. Nobody really jumps off the page. Uh, but just a, a good year to see their young guys improve, probably exceeding expectations by a couple games. 
uh, I'm going to give them the same grade that my teachers gave me in high school or in college, rather, uh, which is a C. Uh, they've just sort of played to like expectations. I, I don't think that like anyone's sort of played like not a lot of guys are playing above their expectations. Not a lot of guys are like super underperforming. They're just sort of like being the pirates that we expected this year. And it's good to see like O'Neill Cruz play really well. But it's, overall, it's like a C team. Uh, next up is the Chicago Cubs, who made one of the bigger signings in the offseason with Shea Suzuki. Uh, it has not helped them that much. They are now 35 and 57. Uh, Tom, or Jackson. Uh, I'm going to go F, which, like, when you look at this, like, some of these guys' numbers in their lineup, like, it doesn't look that bad, but it is bad. Like, it's it's been bad. Sayo has been good. Christopher Morales definitely been good, so that's good for them. Ian Happ, very valuable right now. They're good value for him. Nico Horner's having a breakout year for him. Wilson's been good, yet they're still 22 games below 500, and that's because the pitching has not been good. Marcus Stroman, not a good sign so far. Kyle Hendricks with a very down year. Uh, D-Rob looks like prime D-Rob, so he's been very good. And Michael Gibbons has been solid. Sam Scott Efros. Yeah, this team... It's really bad. And I don't even know if it's David Ross. I think it's just put an unfair position. Maybe it is because when you look at numbers, they, sh- they seem like they shouldn't be this bad, but they are. So I'm going to go F. Before I give out my grade, I'm just going to ask, what the hell happened to uh, Nick Madrigal? Being unplayable now? I don't know. I'm not the, the Cubs. No, he- F. Stop. Oh, uh- no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, Tommy, it's not working. And Jack, Jake, you laugh. You just laugh at everything. Just not. I'm good anymore. Tommy, good. there we go. We heard that. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I would go. I'd go. I'd go D. I mean, they're just not a good team. The the pitching has been not great. Kyle Hendricks is just not a great pitcher anymore. Um, Justin Steele's okay. Keegan Thompson has probably been their strongest pitcher, and they'll get a good haul. For D Rob, um, at the deadline, Scott Efros and Givens has been good. Um, and they're they're building for the future. Um, Peter Armstrong in a few years is going to be really good for them. Uh, they have a good prospect system, so they'll be back. Um, interesting to see what Hall, Wilson Contreras, Ian Happ will get. So it should be an interesting deadline for them. But yeah, just not fun to watch. Um, I went F. Uh, they're really bad. Drummond sucks. Suzuki's good. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, I'll give them a D. Uh, they've been like definitely underperforming, and a lot of the vets that they brought in or had before just aren't really playing well. Like guys like VR and uh, Jan Gomes and like Simmons are just not playing well. So. It's been a a rough little uh, time for them so far, and the team below them somehow. I don't think we need much discussion with this team. Uh, the thirty one, or rather thirty four and fifty seven, half a game back of the uh, the Cubs, the Cincinnati Reds. Jackson, we'll start with you. Uh, C because. They want to be bad, and they are bad. Trey Jury, wherever you came for him, and Trey Castillo. That's all I'll say. Yeah, I'm going to go, I mean, say, they've, we're preparing to suck. 
and they suck. But Alexis Diaz is cool, and uh, they'll get some good hauls for Castillo and Drew into that line. I went D plus. Um, oh, everything everybody else said seems That's personal. It. How so? I don't know. I just. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he has a he has a personal vendetta against the Cincinnati Reds. They did take Brandon Drury from the Mets. That is so goofy how good he is now. But um, I know like he's been insane. Yeah, almost maybe should have been an All Star. Yeah, and, um, after after starting three and twenty two, they haven't been that bad. So yeah, he's done. Good for the Reds. I'll give him a D. I mean, they've just been the Reds. Uh, you know, when you are sort of in the situation, uh, Hunter Green has been up and down. Uh, other guys have sort of played well. It would be... Uh, it's going to be interesting because this team isn't young either. Like, the roster they have right now isn't even young. So it'll be interesting to see how this sort of progresses for them in terms of rebuild. Moving on to the NL West. A... Very surprising thing at the top of this list is that the Los Angeles Dodgers are 30 games over 500 and 60 and 30. And I'm going to give them an F because I don't like them. No, they're, it's, uh, I'm just going to say it real quick because I don't want to talk about the Dodgers personally anymore. They're an A. Uh, Jake. Yeah, they, they are an A. Um, great lineup. Um, they only have one batter with a OPS plus under 100, and that's Cody Ballinger. Uh, he's pretty much unplayable, but and Max Monty's been pretty bad too. But rotation um, has been good. I mean, Tyler Anderson's having a fantastic season. Tony Gonsolin or Phil Gonsolin, as you called him, having a good season. Kershaw, Buer when he gets back, he was struggling a little bit. But <laughs> he'll, he'll put it together. Um, the bullpen uh, a little concerning. I mean, Kimbrough has not been great in the closer role. Uh, Evan Phillips and um, Alex Vicia, I think his name is, has been good. Um, yeah. Definitely will get some bullpen arms at the deadline. Um, David Bednar, that name could come up. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'll give him an A. Jackson. Yeah, I'll give an A to this insufferable franchise because it's only going <laughs> to win. But there is concerns. There is. Um, Muncie being this awful is bad for them. This team is not complete. You can't, can't automatically say they're going to make the World Series with, with him and Bellinger. Bellinger still being bad at Muncie, turning really bad. Pitching, very good like always, what they do. Uh, Trey Turner, elite. Mookie, very good. Freddie does what he does. Gavin's been actually playable and very good this year. Will Smith, having an underrated year like he always does. But they need to get guys to the deadline for sure because Bellinger and Muncie being bad, they, they, they can't replace them. So they got to try to at least, though. So. Well, you know what? Good thing they don't have any farms. Just, uh, well, they do. So, uh, Tommy. Uh, I have nothing to add. I also they um yeah, I mean really good lineup, really good pitching. Really pisses me off. Just gotta, gotta say, it really pisses me off that they're good. Insufferable franchise. God, and it's a shame that my the owner of Chelsea, my favorite soccer team, is now the also the owner of the Dodgers. So like, great. Uh, anyways, San Diego Padres, second in the division, fifty-two and forty-two, ten games back. 
again, I hate the Dodgers. Uh, Jake, we'll start with you. I mean, bearing that they don't have Nando and they're 52 and 42, um, they're still in the race for the playoffs. Um, I'll give them a B. Um, you know, once they get Nando back, they'll be a little bit better. But, I mean, Machado breaking out, like, not that was a really bad way to put it, but being an MVP candidate has helped them a little bit. Cronin zone, Cronin zone. Oh my god, I'm losing my mind. Uh, the the Cronin zone. Um, had a really oh, bad sh- had a really bad start to the season, but he's been turning it around. Luke Voigt is he's been whatever. Uh, Alfaro's been very good. Um, that was a good trade for them. Hosmer's been good after being in trade talks, and uh, the rotation pretty good. Joe Musgrove has been pitching like Joe Musgrove. Yu Darvish has been good. Manaya has been okay-ish. Blake Snell is just he he's he needs oh, wow. to be in the Matt Blake lab to be back. And the bullpen's been okay. Uh, Nabel Chris Matt's been really good for them, along with Stammen and Garcia. So I'd give him a B. Wait, and wait, what? is that you saying you want Snell in the Yankees? No, I'm just saying if anyone's going to fix Blake Snell, That's it's going to be Matt Blake. Pick, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to give this team an A, maybe even an A+. Plus. I don't know how they've been this good. Like, okay, I do, but I don't, especially without Tatis. Um, Eric Hosmer had an <laughs> Eric Hosmer experience. Jake's having kind of a bounce back year. He's heating up, like uh, Jake said. Hassan Kim is being playable now. Manny finally having an insane year. Trent Grisham has not been as good as people thought he was going to be. Jerkson Profar... It's been playable too. Horror far, like I said, it's been really good. No more, no more Mazzara has like been good when he's played. Don't know how that happened. Uh, but yeah, Joe Musgrove, very good. You, good. Other than that, I mean, Nick Martinez, serviceable. Bullpen has been good enough too. Still don't know how they're winning it this many games though. So that's what I'm going to give them the name though. Good for Bob Melvin. Uh, I also went A. Uh, like Jackson said, um, I wasn't expecting them to be this good without Tatis. Uh, their pitching stepped up. Uh, Machado's been great. Hosmer's having a bounce-back year. Cronenworth was an all-star. Um, not much else to say. They're going to be a scary team in the face once Mandy's, uh, or Fernando's back in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm at a B plus. I mean, they've been really good. Uh, recently, they've struggled a little bit. Uh, they are. I had this up one second. No, really prepared here. Uh, they're seven, seven and thirteen in their last twenty games. Twelve and eighteen in their last thirty. Uh, so they've sort of begun to, I think, regress to uh, the mean. But um, yeah, I mean, it's a B plus. They've been really good. Uh, kind of a surprise at points. We'll see how Fernando Tatis uh, returns, where he returns. I, I think it'll probably be outfield, right? They, they haven't had good yeah. outfield yeah, play, probably. so maybe they've returned to outfield. Uh, anyways, it'll be interesting to see what they do in the uh, trade deadline as well, because Preller does like to make big moves, and yeah. this is sort of like the perfect time for them to make a big move towards you know potentially pushing for uh, whether it's the Dodgers or just a better like overall end of the year. Uh, now it's time for I think everyone's favorite. Uh, do you guys want me to go first or go last on this one? It's up to you guys. You go first. Okay. 
Ah, the 48 and 43 San Francisco Giants. For anyone wondering why this is something that people want to hear, uh, I am a Giants fan. I get it. I live in South Florida. I'm a Giants fan. We don't need to go on about that. First of all, this roster is really old. It is about as old as like a senior citizen's like bingo night. Uh, Brandon Crawford, I don't need to go through the entire roster. It's really old. Brandon um, Longo, yeah. Yeah, it's really old. They've had so much just unlucky injury turns this year. Uh, Longo's missed a lot of time. Lamont Wade has missed a lot of time, and he just doesn't come back to be any good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm broken. Uh, Kirk Casale was having like a really good year, then he got hurt. Uh, they brought up Joey Bart. He was, he's been playing well since he got called up again, but he was not playing well before that. Um, oh God, uh, this offense is bad. Uh, just right now in general, this offense is really poor at times. Uh, they either score 10 runs or they score a run. It, uh, I've, I've equated it to a little league offense multiple times. Uh, and I'm going to stand by that because it is a little league offense. Uh, just very inconsistent, very uh, ugly at times. Love Jock Peterson, though. The pitching has been amazing. Uh, Logan Webb. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Carlos Rodon. I don't know how I forgot his name. All-star. Um, I just want to say this real quick. They are 12-19 and 19 in one-run games. Uh, they are just... They have not been able to consistently win... Uh, they are showing some promise a little bit recently. Uh, they're seven and three in their last ten. They had a really good series against the Brewers. Uh, at the deadline, I'd like to see them add some bats with team control. Uh, maybe it's like a Juan Soto. I just traded. I, I would honestly trade the entire minor league system and the minor league teams away uh, to get Juan Soto. But just save me from. The misery of like this isn't even a, a not fun team to watch because they are fun to watch because of how good they can be at times it's just so inconsistent i don't love it i'm gonna give them all, all that buy? to say what sorry you want you want to, you want them to be buyers obviously uh, i don't want them to be like super buyers but i would like to see them add some one soda that's i mean if dude if one soda is available and he wants to come to the giants <laughs> trade the entire farm system i mean come yeah. on is that difficult yeah. Like, damn, saying. I'll I'll shut out Marco Luciano to Washington if he needs to. It'd be a little bit of a long drive to San Francisco, but I'd figure it out. I guess he's in San Jose now, but I'd figure it out. Um their Pythagorean win loss is fifty one and forty, so they're negative three <laughs> below that. I'm just not happy right now. Like I, I wanna be happy. They've I'm gonna give him a C plus because I didn't have high expectations going into this year. I didn't expect them to like be the division leaders again. Uh, like they were last year or anything like that. Um, but they are kind of in a wild card spot. They're fighting for the wild card. I think that, in my opinion, they'll end up making the wild card. Uh, but just, I would like to see them add some bats. Uh, like, I would love, like, a Wilson Contreras. I feel like his bat in this lineup would be really fun. Anyways, uh, Jake, now that I'm well, done I'm, ranting. I'm going to go C-. minus. Um, I was I was expecting more into them. So this kind of hurts. Well, not, not really. But... <laughs> Hurts um, you? What do you no, care? I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah. Some really good players in this lineup. Like, one. Uh, Jock has been good. Longo, when he's playing, has been decent for them. 787 OPS on the rotation. Logan Webb, Rodon has been good. But Wood, Cobb have not been good. 
And the bullpen has been a pleasant surprise. Yaron with a 1.91 ERA. Brebby has been good. Leon's been good. Doval's been good. Tyler Rogers hasn't been good. But the rest of the bullpen has been pretty solid. So, yeah, definitely need some bats um, at the deadline. And maybe they make a push. But I just want to say this real quick, Jake or Jackson, before you go. Uh, I do want to give some love to former Yankee Tyro Estrada, who has been a surprise, a pleasant surprise this year. And uh, the next member of the How'd They Do It Again club. Uh, Luis Gonzalez, who has been a very positive bat uh, after being acquired from the White Sox. Anyways, Jackson, you can go now. Tyro better than the Sockman? <laughs> That's not hard. Um, I'm going to go C+, like Kev. I think we knew there was going to be some hard regression. I still thought they'd be better than the Padres, though, but they aren't. Gabe Kapler, even having them above five, five games above 500, I think just shows you how good of a manager he is. Uh, what Kev said, Jock been huge now. I don't know what they'd be without Jock right now. Luis Gonzalez, when Kevin first texted me, Luis Gonzalez, like he he texted something, like he just said and texted in all caps. I'm like, and I was like, wait, is four dime back Luis Gonzalez like doing their game or something? But no, I looked it up. It's a real player and he's good. So yeah, don't know how that happened, but it is the Giants. Uh, Logan Webb, nasty like always. Carlos Rodon, like all star, obviously said nasty. Clint of all star. Jolan Garcia, don't know how he's good, but he is. Regression hit. They'll, they're a small organization, so they'll make the right moves. They'll probably make the playoffs, but C+. Plus. The Sockman has been great for the Hanwha Eagles. <laughs> um, I, I went with a B. Um, oh. I, I guess that's a little higher than um, the rest of you guys. Um. I was expecting a little bit harder of regression, so um, to be over 500 at this point in the season, uh, I'd be I'd be pretty happy with as a Giants fan. Um, the pitching has been great. Um, if they consider to buy at the deadline, could make a push for the wild card. But um, I don't know what the ceiling is for this team. But um, the record at this point in the year, I'd be happy with. I mean, I'm not unhappy. I just. I'm frustrated because oh. I feel like they could be better if certain guys played a little bit up to their weight, guys like Lamont. Um, but I guess we'll see how the second half goes for them. Uh, so I have a question for you. I have a question for you, Kev. Yeah, go ahead. Are you worried about them for the future? Because a few years ago I was. Now the farm's loaded. I want to like know your opinion on it. Like I'm not as worried as I used to be for them because like how old they are. But what are you like? What are you? What is your opinion on that? I was really worried. Uh, like even two years ago, I was very concerned yeah. about like what was going to happen and what was next, and I felt like it was going to need to be a really hard reset of like nothing's gonna like you just kind of have to suck for a few years and get prospects and build up a farm system. But they've been able to or sort of organically grow the farm system. They haven't needed to like trade any yeah. big names, and uh, the reason why I'm not necessarily concerned is a Gabe Kepler's a really good manager. I know that he'll be able to get the most out of certain guys, and he knows how to control rotations and uh, batting lineups, and that Farhan Zaidi, the, I think he's like the director of player personnel or whatever, but the the de facto signal caller and GM is really good at finding talent. Uh, You know, you look at Lamont Wade, Luis Gonzalez, like, he's able to find guys that other teams don't value as highly and build them into solid MLB players. Uh, I know he hasn't necessarily liked to get really aggressive with moves. That's kind of sort of why he let like Chris Bryant walk in the offseason. But 
I think that the owners will push him eventually to make like a big move, a major signing or a major trade, which will change the trajectory of this team. But I'm not worried. I'm not going to see her like say like I'm like super positive about the future, but I'm not worried either. They've got a really old roster. Uh, and so like the changing of the guard will need to happen. Guys like Luciano and Harrison will need to develop into solid players, but I'm not necessarily worried. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see how it develops as the season continues or as like the future continues uh next up the colorado rockies 43 and 50 speaking of chris bryant uh jake uh i'm gonna go let's see i mean they didn't have a weird offseason like that chris bryant contract is weird um i don't know why they did that but it's just not a good team and they're playing like not a great team um some trade ships if they decide to trade cj crone they can get a lot there. Daniel Bard is having a great year in the bullpen. You can get something there. Um, but this rotation is just historically bad. ERAs for the rotation. Mark has 5.47. Freeland, 4.96. Cool, 4.11. Gomber, 5.97. Um, Senzatella, 4.95. And Chasin, 7.23. Just not a great rotation. And outside of Daniel Barden. Um, not a great bullpen. So, again, weird, weird Chris Bryan contract. So I didn't really understand that, but um, so I'm gonna go with a C. Yeah, I'm gonna go C as well. The Chris Bryan contract, like you said, made no sense. But this team never want like there was this organization never wants to be like terrible. So that's why they did it. Chris Bryan, when he's played, been really, really good actually. CJ Crone, kind of a Coors merchant, but good. Brendan <laughs> Rogers started off yeah. hot, cooling down a little bit. Jose Iglesias hitting well. I, I don't know how many of these numbers you can take seriously with just like the park they play at. Uh, Chuck Nasty, good. Love Chuck Nasty. Connor Joe, underrated player. But yeah, the pitching's always going to suck because the ballpark. I feel, I feel bad for Herman. I don't know what his value is now. Daniel Bard, Nasty, Colome. Underrated signing turned out to be good. I just don't much to say about this team. I don't care for this team at all. Uh, I went C plus. Um, uh, they exceeded my expectations. I thought they were going to be a lot worse than how they have been to this point. Um, yeah, like you two said, the Chris Bryant contract really strange. Why not just? Resign Arenado, or why not keep Arenado if you're going to pay Chris Bryant that? Um, yeah, but a little bit on the brighter side. I, I thought they were going to really suck, but they're not even 10 games under. Are they 10 games under 500? I don't think yeah. so, right? Seven? Yeah, yeah. Exceeded my expectations. I'll give them a C. Plus. I'm going to give them a C minus. You guys sort of all hit on the major topics. Uh, like Marquez is struggling. Chris Bryant has been a weird was a weird signing when that happened. It's been a weird signing now. Uh, I don't know if maybe they consider themselves like playoff contenders, but it was clear they weren't playoff contenders. Uh, so it's like they're just sort of playing to what we expected. I will say that there is actual like sort of promise in the the wings uh, with like Veen, Tovar, uh, Drew Romo. I think looked pretty good in the minors as well. So yeah, there is positive. In for the future, but it just feels like as uh, I think it was you, Jackson, who mentioned it, uh, that they don't ever want to like be losers. They just want to be average. They're content with being near 500, which is odd. 
And I get why yeah. they're doing it because it's a little easier to sustain, like being 500. But I don't know. I would like to see them sort of try and hit the reset button at a time or at some point and try and, uh, you know, just try and build up a coherent team. Uh, next up, 21 oh, games back. Yeah, go ahead. The only the really positive for them, though, this year is they actually, the form has grown a lot this season. Like, they had Zachary and obviously as their main stud, but like, Wilfredo Tavar. Wait, what's his name? Is Alfredo Tavar, right? I think it's Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Or something. Oh, yeah, the other. Alfredo Tavar is a bum. Ezekiel Tavar is a stud, too. The developing guys kind of pisses me off as a D backs fan, as we're about to get into. But yeah, like, they're done. Alfredo well, Tovar was a match legend and still yeah, a match Yeah, I literally knew that he was that one bomb. Second base. <laughs> the short He's spot. not a bomb, dude. He's a replacement. Um, yeah, so up next, finally on this list, uh, Jackson's favorite team, really. Just love him. Uh, we, we sit here mourning the loss of Dallas Keuchel. Not really loss, <laughs> but... <laughs> I had to say it. Uh, 40 and 52. Jake, we'll start with you since obviously you're just the biggest Diamondbacks fan. Yeah, he's the newest Diamondbacks fan, man. Yeah. Go. The snake pit. If you look at them last year and how stroking bad they were and look at them now, I mean, I, I, I think a C is fair. Um, you know, obviously not great. Um, the bullpen has got off other than Joe Manta play. But um, Christian Walker's having a career year. Marte's been better at a rough start. Um, Josh Rojas has been really good. Uh, freight train, hopefully, will be traded for a nice haul. And Alec Thomas being up, um, getting him his first year. And the majors will be nice once Carroll comes up next year. Uh, the VAR show had a really good start, but now it's just been a very sad fall. Can't believe I bought his autograph card, and now he fucking sucks. But Merrill's been really good in the rotation. Bumgarner should be traded. I's been good. Zach Allen's been good. Um, you know, Keiko should be in the rotation, but that's a different story. So, yeah, I think a C is fair. Um, and I think they're certainly going to grow in the next few years. Wait, did you say Keiko should be or shouldn't be? Should be. Shouldn't. Agreed. Yeah, shouldn't. I, we, I think we all agree that he shouldn't. Um... He's a free right. money-making scheme. Uh, <laughs> free money! Team, it, this team is bad, but I wish it was worse, to be honest. I really do. Uh, Carson Kelly, that was... So, remember we mentioned the Goldschmidt trade last episode? Or so the episode it before was, this one? It was, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't he it was the him, main piece. It was him and yeah. Caleb Smith, wasn't it? No, no, no. Caleb Smith was, was him and Luke Weaver. Luke Weaver. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, nice, Maybe nice. even worse. Carson Kelly was the main piece in that deal. He sucks. He cannot hit a righty for his life. Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to talk about his numbers. Christian Walker pled the supplies. I wanted him off the team last year. Still kind of do, honestly. Just trade him, to be honest, because his value. But he's been good this year. Cattell kind of has fallen off. It sucks. The contract's still good, though. He just hits. He either pops up, lines out. Or grounds out. Yeah, no, he just pops over lines out. That's just what he does. Luke Weaver is Perdomo, a nine-year, right? Yes. Oh, Perdomo's tired. <laughs> Perdomo was a top prospect, mostly known for his feeling and stuff. Uh, he's been decent at that. Fans love him for some reason. He sucks. Not good. He, he, has, a, he has a 500 OPS. Uh, Josh Rojas. Fucking heat good. check. Definitely solid. Uh, David Peralta. 
I love him, but he should have been traded last year. Can have to probably go this year. I, I'm the go boy. No, he's fine. Alec Thomas, rookie year. He's done what I expect him to do. To be honest, like hit decently for average start, play really good defense, steal some bases. Like that's what, that's what he's done. So he's been fine. Kevin Smith, average MLB player. Seth Beer hit a walk up at opening day and then like was good for the week after and then it sucked. And I don't even know where he's at right now. Luckwell's in the minors. He's probably one of the minors. Yeah. Varsho has obviously been regressing, but a good player. Jake McCarthy, good player. Yeah, I like stand him. by that. Uh, Merrill Kelly, very good. I don't know if they trade him this year because he has so much control. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind it. Zach Allen's having, having a better having a better year than the numbers show because Toy Lavello cannot manage a bullpen or just starting pitches to save his life. So that ERA is higher because he left them in a pitch long or any long like so many times. Joe Mantle and Kyle Nelson, the only bright spots in the bull, in the bullpen. Or not, they're really bad. I almost wish they were worse, though. But, yeah, they suck. Mark Melancon, as they say. <laughs> I don't have much to add so, on. Yeah. Oh, my grade, uh, D-plus. Uh, I want C-plus. Um, I have one question for you, Jake. What do you think of Madison Bumgarner's uh, return looks like? Um, I mean... Not much, I'd say. Is it his contract here, Jackson? No, he's two more years, dude. Oh, I don't know then. Probably not much. But he, he is pitching well. Well enough, I'd say. I feel like I don't need to say anything more about the current 25-man roster because Jackson probably said comments on every single player. Um, yeah, I did. I actually did the whole thing. That was bad, but I had to. <laughs> you I missed Kyle say- Nelson. I will say, he didn't mention it, so I will mention it. The one positive they have is that they have a really good farm system. And it's I think it's like ranked in the top five across like all the major ranking systems. I know Fangraphs has them at fifth. Uh, but Corbin Carroll, Thomas is still like considered a prospect, even though he's played the entire season pretty much. Uh, Jordan Lawler, I don't know how to say this guy's name, Jackson. You're going to have to help me out here. Brandon Fat. Yeah, fat. Too fat. yeah, yeah. I don't even know what to be honest with you. P F A D T. It's just just an odd spelling there. Uh, but like even him, Ryan Nelson, Blake Watson. Like there's positives to be had in that Drew farm Jones. system. Uh, oh yeah, Drew Jones, of course. Who they just recently drafted. So like, while it's not good now, I feel like it'll be good in a few years. But I do. Yeah, like, but I do agree with you, Jackson. That like. They could have been worse this year, and that would have really helped them having another early, like really early first round pick next year. They should still have an early first round pick. Uh, I don't think they'll like go on some run, but uh, I'm gonna probably give them like a D plus. I mean, we expected them to be bad; yeah. they're being bad, but it could have been worse. And they're like just some guys not playing well is a problem and a concern. Uh, and also, like I don't yeah, see but- if anyone wants any of these guys. If you were trying to sell at the deadline, like no one's lining up for Merrill Kelly or something. What has he been pretty bad Whoa. though recently? No, has he been pretty bad recently? No, he just does. He kind of he's that six innings, two runs, okay, five so, kind of pitcher. Yeah. I will apologize. I read somewhere online that he was bad. This is why you don't trust the internet. Um, I think with the D backs. 
is they were the Rockies for all like the Rockies have always been the, what they are right now. They were the Rockies for tons of years where they were they just wanted to be average. Yeah. And like thought they were better than they are, especially in a tough division. So th- they should have been rebuilding probably like two years ago, to be honest, maybe even three. And that, that means the farm is even more loaded. But like at least right now they're actually finally rebuilding. Hopefully. Yeah, it, it, it's sort of interesting to see like what the Diamondbacks have done is what the Rockies should be doing. Is sort of resetting, admitting faults, and trying to build with what you currently have. Uh, because like I feel like this team could be a lot better. Or the Rockies in that case could be a lot better. But I really do like what the the Diamondbacks are building as of this point. And I think we're all, the entire group chat, or at least Jackson, Jake, and I, are really excited to see what Corbin Carroll does next season when he gets called up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways. That does it for all 30 MLB teams, unless we want to grade the Montreal Expos next. I'm going to give them a C plus. Good um, boys. Tommy, how was, Tommy, how was your experience as a robot this episode? <laughs> um, in the middle, they just took the batteries out of me, so I kind of glitched out. But you yeah. know, I'm back. I'm, I'm back yeah. on human mode. And hopefully yeah. we don't have that problem in the future. Yeah, so I, we do apologize if you watch this and listen to this entire episode. There's no watching anything here. But if you listen to this entire episode and listen to my Giants rant, Jay, Jackson go through the entire Diamondbacks roster and Tommy leave and join the call 18 times because he couldn't <laughs> get his mic working. Uh, it's been an episode, that's for sure. I thank you guys for listening to episode... God, I think it's like episode 15 of the 13 podcast. 14, right, 14. Or episode 3 uh, of The Reset. Uh, anyways, guys, thank you all for watching. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at have it here. I have it here. Don't worry. Uh, at TT Seams. Uh, yeah. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time.